This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running, and I'm so far from my. We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, Mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I love you, boy, boy, Coming down from the gallows, and I don't have very that's feeling like Renegades this week, but feeling fantastic because they may have gotten away with one this week, just winning ugly, but any way you win, ugly doesn't matter. When I was in high school, I went to prom with the ugly check, and you know what? I still got to dance, and I was happy afterwards. Hey, howdy, I'm Brian Anthony Davis, along with Zach Parnes, and welcome once again to Steeler six-pack of facts or fiction where we take bold statements regarding the state of the union of the Pittsburgh Steelers and we figure out whether they are a fact or whether they are pure fiction. 
Zach Barnes. Welcome once again. Brian, I'm glad to be back. Had myself a little bye week in week one last week. Uh, we can thank the Syracuse NPR station for that one. But we're happy to be here. And, and Brian, wait, you took the ugly girl to prom because I can't picture that. All I see is this, you know, beautiful somewhere swimsuit model who's, you know, on the cover of Maxim or, or Vogue somewhere. And that was who you took. That's who I would have pictured. That's why I dig you, Zach Parnes. You take care of me. Thank you very much. But uh, you know what? Actually, I, I might have been exaggerating just a little bit, but I'm not going to tell you whether it was junior year or senior year, just in case she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, you know, it doesn't matter how you win. It's winning. I feel like Charlie Sheen, winning. And that is what happened this weekend. 2 and 0 Pittsburgh Steelers. First time since 2010. The last two times they've done it, they've gone to the Super Bowl. Now, we're not saying that's going to happen, but I have got this feeling this year that this is the team of destiny, and we will talk about that more and more on Fact and Fiction. Zach, talk about the game. Well, really quick, uh, right off the bat, how great is it to beat a division rival? It's just fantastic, Brian, for us to be able to go up 2-0 against um, you know, Cincinnati now, who is now 1-1. One one. I mean, that's already a massive advantage. There's another team who is 2-0 in the AFC North right now, and it's the Baltimore Ravens, and I am far less worried about them than I am the Cincinnati Bengals. Listen, I know we're going to get into it here in a few minutes, talking about Ben and everything, but I think the defense looks really solid. Antonio Brown is just solidifying himself as the best wide receiver in football. And he didn't even have that great of a game. He didn't catch a single touchdown pass. But he just was out there. You know, he he looked great. Sammy Coates was in there catching some long balls as well. There's a lot to be proud of, Brian. I mean, I I don't know how you feel about this, but just everything is moving in the right direction for me. This is best-case scenario. You know, I am feeling fantastic right now. This, uh, I'm excited every day to either write or talk about this team. This is, this is a team, this is a pleasure to watch them practice, to watch them play, watch them get ready for games. This is, this is the team, and I feel like the window is wide open right now, and we have a lot to celebrate. So 2-0 was great. You're not hanging your head after a loss, and it, it feels nice. Now, we've, we've got a team coming up that we haven't beaten since 1965 in their home in Philadelphia. So it's been 51 years since the Steelers have won in Philadelphia. But we'll talk about that later, too. But with that being said, we want to hear from you. You know, we're going to say some bold statements here. You might disagree with us. Or you might say, Brian, you're right, and Zach, you're completely wrong, which I expect you to do. (laughs) But with that being said, please Dial us the phone, 347-850-8581. After we get through the six-pack, we are going to hear from you. We're going to take your calls, and we want to hear what you have to say. So we know we have some great callers out there. Please join us. And once again, the show is brought to you by Frank Walker Law. And Frank Walker, top 100-ranked trial attorney for his PA office, call 412-212-3878. Or to reach out to his West Virginia office, call 304-712-2089. You should also check out his website, frankwalkerlaw.com, to see how he can help you in your time of need. Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, real results. So, Zach, what do you say? Let's crack open that six-pack and down number one. 
I'll tell you this, Brian. Tuesday nights here at Syracuse University are the international or intercampus, I should say, bar night. So, yes, everybody here will be drinking a six-pack, myself included, here on air right now. Let's get it. Well, you know, I'm, I'm picturing you with, like, all the ladies in your room, all the swimsuit models in your room, <laughs> all the cool dudes hanging out, just, like, uh, tons of great food and uh, great spirits. So I'm sure – I'm, I'm sure that's what's going on in, in uh, I don't know whether you're in campus housing, dorm, or like a, in an apartment, but I'm sure it's buzzing. So let's hear from them, too. I'll tell you okay, something. Great. It's certainly not that glamorous. Uh, I don't have women <laughs> swooning over me right now. Nobody is really interesting, uh, or interested in talking Steeler football because I'm in a sea of Bills and Giants fans. It's disgusting. Uh, so you're in a sea of mediocrity. <laughs> yes. Let's go exactly. with number one, Zach. Let's get it. Okay, despite inferior stats, Ben Roethlisberger had a pretty good game on Sunday. Is that fact or fiction? Um, so I think that there's a few ways to look at this. I want to address it first and say fact, um, because I think that this was a game where we saw Ben in his swagger element. Uh, you know, he looked very, very comfortable in the think, which is something that's always reassuring here for Steelers fans. Um, you know, the two interceptions, yes, they're bad. But keep in mind, this guy only got sacked once, and it was really, really, you know, kind of a careless play, and he got dropped behind the line of scrimmage, ended up losing almost 10 yards on it. But I think Ben just looks fantastic. He looks really great. And if you look at those numbers, like we were saying, they look like mediocrity numbers. But I will tell you right now, that is not the case with this man. This man is going above and beyond. And I'm really excited to see what he brings in the later weeks. Uh, Antonio Brown today was all over ESPN. He was talking about how he feels more confident in Ben than he's ever felt in his entire life. And this is a guy who's made his career and his living out of catching passes from Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, 250 passing yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Why aren't we talking about those three touchdowns? That is huge, and they were to guys who usually don't get the ball or usually don't end up with it. We're talking about Jesse James catching a receiving pass, Xavier Grimble catching a receiving touchdown, and D'Angelo Williams, the back out of the running back position, grabbing a touchdown for himself. I think Ben, you know, this isn't the best game on paper, but he still leads Pittsburgh to a victory against arguably the second-best team in the division. Well, you know what? Before I get started on saying fact, and that's a resounding fact, but I'm going to tell you this. D'Angelo Williams had a quote the other day. He's like, look, I don't care if I average 3.0 yards and get the W or if I get 7.0 yards a carry and get the loss. I'd rather get the W than the loss. So for me, stats, you know, that's for you fantasy players. I play fantasy football, but when it's the Steelers, I don't give a rat's hind end about stats. All I care about is the W. If my fantasy team loses and the Steelers win, I'm a happy cat. Because you know what? I can go ahead and, uh, and, and make my own trophy. I don't care. I want the Steelers to win. And when it comes to Ben Roethlisberger, I was not expecting to see Roethlisberger in the back of his jersey. I was looking for Houdini on the back of his jersey. That's what he looked like the other night, That, I mean, it was amazing. There was one 
Then I know Steve Young came up, and uh, they were joking around. They put a little ballet skirt on him because he did this little tippy-toe backwards and then threw a completion in the air in that weather, and it was just tremendous. He was also almost almost tackled, I mean, for a huge loss, and he threw this with his, I believe it was his left hand, just threw it out of nowhere right into, like, where he thought it was going to get picked off, but he knew exactly where D'Angelo Williams was. Here's the thing. His interceptions, I didn't think they were that bad either. And I know I'm sounding really Homer-like right now, but the first interception, that, and we're going to get more into Mother Nature, but that was a weather-aided interception because that just slipped right out of his hands. The second one I thought Sandy Coates came down with. And, in fact, I I think Sandy Coates is playing remarkable, but I thought he gave up on the end of that interception. If he would have kept on going, he might have come down with that ball. You just that's that's just my opinion there. Ben Roethlisberger is doing the things right now in the locker room and on the football field to win football games, and not just football games, win in January and win in February, and it starts right here. It starts with what he said last week in front of the media when they were saying, hey, how are you going to win without Martavis Bryant, without Le'Veon Bell, without Marcus Wheaton? And you know what he said? Well, We've got Eli Rogers. We have Jesse James. We have Sammy Coates. Those are my guys. And that's all you need to know. On that pass on fourth and one last week, he had Rogers and Coates open, but he had two guys around Antonio Brown, and that's who he went to. Why? Because that is his guy. So this guy is playing mature football. He's playing like a leader. He's playing like a champion. And mark my words, if he stays healthy, he's playing like the most valuable player of the National Football League. And I'm voting for him right now after week two. I don't care about his percentage, his passing percentage. I don't care about only 250 yards. I care about three touchdowns. And I care about the W. And that's all I care about. So big, fat, fat. Right now, he played pretty good against Cincinnati. And when you beat Cincinnati with that defense, that's all I care about. Back, back. Yeah, and, you know, I, I like some of the points that you made, but I think I want to draw something else that, that's closer to this. This is a team, you know, these teams hate each other. And for you to edge oh, out yeah. a, a victory against a, a team that you had so much conflict with the last time that these teams met where we were talking about a dangerous hit to Antonio Brown and all his dirty play and careless penalties. It was a, it was a real crapshoot that game. Absolutely unbelievable. And I will tell you right now that this win solidifies that Pittsburgh is a better team and that Ben is an elite leader. And I really like that, especially if you're thinking about this team, as you said, playing well in January. You know, you need those leaders to come out now. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. 
bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. And that is exactly what you got. I love 2016 Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not saying I didn't love 2015 and 2004 Ben Roethlisberger, but I love this version of Ben Roethlisberger. He is the epitome of champion right now. And he is. I thought he was playing great football despite the yardage. And that leads us to one of his biggest problems, leads us to number two. So let's get straight into number two. When handing out defensive game balls for the Cincinnati game, neither team should bypass giving one to Big Mama Nature. What do you think, Zach, fact or fiction? (laughs) Well, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier. It definitely hit both sides. Um, You know, it's it's Mother Nature, like you said. Uh, You know, this is going to be – a thing that affects a bunch of different NFL games, and usually we're used to seeing it later in the year when we've got snow on the ground. But I'll tell you this. No, fiction, we shouldn't give it a game ball. Fact, though, it was definitely a factor. And listen, we saw it in, um, you know, we saw it with Ben, obviously, in that one interception. But just with the ball being blown around all over the place and just, you know, um, just the, the, the confusion that goes on when you have a regular weather like that, uh, it's not going to be any fun. Does it play a huge role in this win? No. Was it a factor? Absolutely. Listen, people want to point to this stuff all the time. Um, and, you know, people will chat about it, and it will be a sub-conversation that people have. But at the end of the day, it's what the guys on the field are trained to do, and that's what really ends up winning you the game. So, yes, fact, it was a factor of fiction. We shouldn't be giving out any awards for it. Well, you know what? I am going to uh, say fact because I think uh, one of the uh, one of the MVPs of the game is Mother Nature because completely changed the uh, the entire script of this game. It uh, markedly the Steeler running game was better in that game. D'Angelo Williams was a whole lot better than Jeremy Hill slash Giovanni Bernard. But the two biggest factors going in this game, everybody was talking about mono a mono, even though they're not lining up against each other, but Antonio Brown against A.J. Green. Now, the two, two of the very best in the National Football League. You saw what he did last week against Darrell Revis. I don't care if he's a 10-year veteran now. Darrell Revis is an elite corner. And 
he just torched them 180 yards. And you have seen what, what A.J. Green has done in the past. This definitely slowed down the passing game considerably and made it more of a running game and more of a defensive ball game. And that's why I'm saying that Mother Nature had a big factor. So if you're giving a defensive game ball, one of the biggest defenders to stop the offense was Mother Nature. So that's why I'm going with fact. Well, listen, you're, you're saying that it was a running game. Andy Dalton still threw the ball 54 times, Brian. I mean, we're talking about Cincy really looking to the pass, especially since they couldn't get anything going with Jeremy Hill on the ground. I mean, the man touched the ball 11 times and averaged two yards a carry. I mean, at that rate, you know, he might as well have been running backwards. But I'll tell you this. When Dalton feels confident enough with the weather to take 50-plus snaps and throw them, it, it's not as big of an impact as we think it to be. He had no choice. He had to, especially when you're down that much, when you're down 15 points or so in the, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you're passing on every down, even if it's to, even if it's to a, a running back. You're passing, and that's what he did. He had no choice. He couldn't keep the ball on the ground at that point, and he was not able to play his – he was not able to make it a passing game early. He yeah, and I don't know. It, it, it's a troubling situation because if you're Cincinnati, like, you obviously figure – and we should mention that Dalton's only touchdown was to a running back. It was to Gio Bernard. Uh, but, you know, there's just a lot of sort of, like – I, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm all over the place with how I, how I feel about the weather playing that big of an impact. I mean, we still had Mike Nugent and Chris Boswell step up and hit a bunch of kicks as well. So I don't know. I'm not as big of a believer in the weather as you, clearly. Well, I'm not talking about the wind as much as I'm talking about a wet ball and a ball flipping under the hands of Ben Roethlisberger and Andy Dalton. Cause I mean, that's just uh uh, the wind was not as much of a factor as just the wetness of it all. But I will say, you know, even though I'm saying get out a game ball, my game ball is on that defensive end, of the defensive end of the ball for the Pittsburgh Steelers. are definitely going to guys like Rob Golden, who we'll talk about later. Um, Ross Cockrell is another one. My gosh. You know, uh, he only gave up four receptions um, in the Washington game for 36 yards, and that's it. And that is a third-ranked pro football focus has the Redskins uh, offensive, uh, excuse me, the receivers, as ranked the number third receiving court in the league. And then you ha- then they're ranking Cincinnati 12th, but uh, that's because they've had the departures of guys like Marvin Jones, but they've replaced him with uh, LaFell. They had, they had the departure of... Uh, Mohamed Sanu, and they replaced him with Tyler Boyd. So they, they still have uh, firepower, but they're ranked 12th. But with A.J. Green being all-world, that was the guy that, that you had to stop. And they just completely stone-cold shut him down, and that was Ross Cockrell. And just a beautiful ball game by Ross. You know, he, he's nothing pretty. He's, he's going to be like Ike Taylor. He's not going to go to the Pro Bowl, but – He's going to be one of the most valuable defensive backs for the Pittsburgh Steelers year in and year out if he plays like this. Yeah, and, you know, I I really like Cockrell. You and I have talked about him a little bit. Um, I've really come around to him here in these last two games, and, and I think the sky's the limit with him. But I think, you know, seeing as we are talking about the defense, does this not connect to our uh, 
to our third little uh, question that we have here on the six-pack? Yeah, so let's go straight to it. In fact, number three, lack of sacks will prove to be a major problem for the defense. Is that a fact or is that fiction? Yeah, you know, and we, we were just talking about how much we really like Ross Cockrell. And honestly, I, I don't think it's Ross Cockrell's fault that I'm about to say this. Yes, fact, it's a problem. Uh, because when you're giving the quarterback more opportunities to throw, you're giving him more opportunities to exploit this defense. And we are talking about a defense that has William Gay, Mike Mitchell, uh, Robert Golden, and Ross Cockrell, obviously, on the left side. Artie Burns there in the backup spot. You don't want to be pushing these guys too much, especially this early in the season. You've got to take the pressure off of them. Guys like Shazier and Timmons, they need to start making active plays at the quarterback depending on who you're facing, especially in next week's game against Philadelphia. I mean, you're going in against Carson Wentz, who looks extremely confident, but you need to make him feel like a rookie again. You've got to get back in there, sack him around, throw him around, and make sure that that point is made. It's going to prove a big problem, especially if there's some injuries in the secondary You know, we never like to root for injuries, but this is the case where if somebody like Mike Mitchell goes down and you have true rookie Sean Davis step in to take his spot, or if you have William Gay go down and then you have to have Justin Gilbert step in there as well, you know, you don't know 100% what these guys are good for. And it's going to be interesting to see what sort of position they're put in. But I'll tell you this, Ross Cockrell's an inexperienced guy, okay, he has not really played his share of a 16-game season. I, you know, would love to see his energy keep going, and I think the way to keep his energy going is for Cam Hayward, Javon Hargrave, Timmons, Shazier, you name them. They need to get to the quarterback here. Well, you know what? I respect everything you said, but I'm going in the opposite direction, and I'm saying fiction, and the reason I'm saying that it's because I'm not worried about the lack of sex. I think the sex are going to come. I think this is by design right now. This is exactly what Keith Butler dreamed up. And Keith Butler, to me, is he's a genius. I, I know he's, he's in the shadows of, of Dick LeBeau, one of the greatest defensive coordinators of all time. But at this point, he knows what he's doing. He's scheming this. And this is they're not sending guys. And they're doing it for a reason. They're... Uh, they're pulling more guys back in coverage. They're, they're playing it that way because they, they know they need to help the guys back there, so they're not sending the guys. But you noticed it a whole lot more in the Cincinnati game that they were, they were coming after them a little bit more. I think you're going to see them go after them a little bit more. And actually, like I agree with what you said about a rookie in Carson Wentz. You have to go after him. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on them. They're going to bring the pressure, but I think what's happening right now is the fact that everything that has happened so far is exactly to the blueprint of Keith Butler. So this is exactly what he wants to happen right now, and it's by design. So I think they're going to come. This, this is not a far departure from, from the people that had 48 sacks last year. It's, they're the same guy. I mean, who's really different? McClendon is gone. Yeah, and Hargrave's in there. But no one's really different. Um, you have the same guys rushing the pass, passers, the same schemes. You have the defensive backs. Sean Davis, he didn't have the sack, but he was in the backfield at one point um, coming up, up from the uh, backfield. It was, it was amazing. It was pretty nice. Um, but 
you know, for me, I think I think they're doing this on purpose, and they know exactly what they're doing, and and they're waiting to unleash, and they're waiting for the right time to unleash, and when they can. And I actually think it's going to be against Philadelphia when when uh, I hate to use the term unleash hell like we have in the opener because that actually uh, that actually followed a loss against Oakland back in, in a, I believe it was 2009 when that when that quote came out. But uh, I think they're going to unleash it this weekend against Philadelphia. So for me, well, here's the thing: if you take a look, deal. Brian, if you if you take a look really quick at the teams that they follow up with, so they're on Sunday night football against, and then they're up against the New York Jets. These are two teams that have very elite offensive lines, and if there isn't any sort of pressure, who knows what Ryan Fitzpatrick can come up with? Who knows what that Kansas City offense can throw together? You know, Jamal Charles can be a real threat with the right blockers. Obviously, I'm not as worried about Alex Smith as others, but I will tell you this. You need to be getting to the quarterback so that these guys are not exploiting you. Stop the play before it starts. Yes, two good wins, two weeks where you're holding the team to under three scores. It's fantastic. But at the same time, it doesn't hurt to hold them to less than one score. Yeah, that's true. But I'll take – right now I'll take the average of 16 points a game. And only giving up 16 points a game. If you, if we said at the beginning of the season that this was going to happen, you would say that this was best case scenario. And we, uh, Jeff Hartman and I talked about this ad nauseum yesterday on the Monday Hangover with the callers that we had. I mean, the big, the big deal about that was Jeff brought up. So if we could say that hardly any sacks, but we're holding, we have two wins. And we're the uh, defensive backs are doing what they're doing, and we're holding teams to an average of 16 points a game. What do you think? And the consensus from the callers was like, "Look, you know, if our offense can't beat a team with uh, with 16 points, then we don't deserve to win." And that's that's the bottom line of the whole thing. So, I mean, this is what's happening right now. I'm excited about. I know you need to you need to pressure the quarterback. In the future, I know it's going to happen, but for right now, like I said, I keep saying that it's by design, and I feel pretty good about it. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. 
Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. So, Zach, at this point, we are at the midway through the six-pack of Fact or Fiction. If you do want to call in, you can call in at 347-850-8581, and we'll take those calls at the end, end of the show. We do have a treat. We're adding a new feature tonight. So after we, we finish off the six-pack, we're going to have a bonus fact, and uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So stay tuned for that. You'll enjoy that. But let's go to our sponsor, and Fact or Fiction, like always, is sponsored by Frank Walker Law. Smart or stupid? Those strobing lights in your rear view? That flashlight shining in your face? License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy? Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of FrankWalkerLaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805 or FrankWalkerLaw.com. Yeah, that sounds like my dad from 1987 all the way to 1994. Brian, so you've done something stupid. <laughs> so, but, yeah, thank you. Uh, once again, this, the show is brought to you by Frank Walker Law. Sports PA office call 412-212-3878 or to catch his to call to reach his West Virginia office call 304-712-2089. So let's get back into the six pack of factor fiction as we roll along. We've had some agreement, we've had some disagreement so far, and let's see what we think about this one. I actually think we're going to agree on this one wholeheartedly. So number four, Senquez Golson and Ladarius Green need to hurry back to the active roster. roster ASAP. Fiction. You're 2-0. and oh. Why do you need these guys, Brian? Oh, my goodness. Listen, Sanquez Golson would be nice to have on the roster just in case something happens to Ross Cockrell or Artie Burns or whoever happens to find themselves out there. Ladarius Green, you just had two tight ends catch dif- – two different tight ends catch touchdown balls for the Steelers last week. Fiction. End of story. I don't even want to talk more about this one here, Brian. Come on. You've you got to be in agreement here with me. Oh, it's a definite fact. And another fact is the cold hard fact that I just did that to set you up so you could get that high pitch in your voice. Because I knew you were oh going I knew exactly. This was a trap. <laughs> yeah, This it's, is ridiculous. Brian, how can you dis- – really, you want to disagree with me? No, no, wait, wait, I'm sorry. It's, it's definite fiction. I agree with you completely. No. It was a, it was My a goodness, trap. I was about to be like, I can't wait to hear the reasons for this. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, for depth, yeah, I'd like to get them back. But, guys, get healthy. That, that's all I care about. Get those guys healthy. I mean, for depth down the line, fantastic. But this is the reason this question was written this way, was to talk about Xavier Grimble and to talk about Jesse James. And also to talk about Ross Cocker, who we have already talked about, and the emergence of guys like Artie Burns, who in – Limited play. I, mean, I know he missed a tackle. Sean Davis missed a tackle on that, that one big play, that one touchdown, I believe. But Artie Burns came up big on that one deflection. He just looked really good. But when we're talking about the tight ends, when you're talking about guys like Xavier Grimble and Jesse James, you know, the blocking of Jesse James is getting so much better. They're, they're saying that he looks head and shoulders above from where he did at the end of last year. That's how, how much better his blocking has gotten. 
Now, no one's going to be Keith Miller on this team right now. It's not going to happen. But if you have a guy that go ahead, can go ahead and catch the ball like Jesse James does, stretch out and catch a ball like Xavier Grimble does, Ben's going to get all the confidence in the world. And when Ben gets the confidence with you as a receiver and as a target, he's going to look for you more and more. And that's what's happening with this team. We have, there are two young tight ends on this team, but two very capable tight ends on this team. If you bring in Ladarius Green after six weeks, if he fixes his problems, and I hope he does, I, I hope he's completely healthy no matter what, what his health issues are. I still don't, don't know for sure. But whatever they are, they fix and he comes back in, that's gravy. That's an extra weapon. But right now, you have the players, and this is the team you run with, and you just say, guys, we want to welcome you later. But right now, don't rush. Get healthy, get good, and we'll see you when you're ready. Yeah, it's definitely fiction. Yeah, Jesse James, for me right now, Brian, I think is, is a very interesting player. Uh, you know, we talked about him a few weeks ago about whether or not he was going to be the starter, and I predicted that he would be, and sure sure enough, here he is. Um, and he looked really good. Not only is he good when he goes out for passes, he's just a phenomenal lead blocker. Uh, you know, when Le'Veon Bell comes back, I think he's going to be wanting Jesse James on the field more than Ladarius Green just for the purpose of lead blocking. He's phenomenal down the field at, you know, utilizing his speed to get down there and, you know, put his body on a cornerback or an outside linebacker or safety, someone who he can free up an extra hole uh, for D'Angelo Williams right now, but eventually Le'Veon Bell. I, there's no reason to have either of these guys back. I think it would be nice if I had to choose one of the two. And I want to ask you this, Brian, if you had to choose one of the two to have back right away, I would pick Ladarius green strictly for his receptions benefit uh, and what he can bring to the table. Uh, I'm not sure how you feel about that, but that's who I would want back sooner rather than later. You know, and I don't even know if I have an answer for that. I would probably actually go in the opposite direction um, and see Sidquez Golson just to have depth in, um, in the defensive backfield in case something happens and to get him on the field and get him playing and up to speed and up to snuff. But, uh, you know, you're exactly right of the, the receptions and the receiving ability of a guy like Ladarius Green, but when you, have, you already have guys doing it. And when, when Le'Veon Bell comes back, that's an extra receiver. And right now, uh, D'Angelo Williams is proving that he can catch the ball. There are so many guys for Ben Roethlisberger to throw the ball to right now that uh, Darius Hayward Bay has become not one of them. Even though he's there, he's on the field, but he's hardly been targeted, and he's, he's surely capable. That is how many guys that he could go to. It used to be Ben would target two or three guys. It was – it was going to be Antonio Brown. It was going to be Heath Miller and, uh, and maybe the second receiver at that point. But now it's, it could be anybody. And you're actually going to see not, you're going to see more guys with touchdowns in that touchdown column, as you're seeing right now in the, in the stat line right now, than a guy just running away with, with uh, like Mike Wallace did a few years ago when he had 13 touchdown catches, uh, catches and the next guy had like three. You know, you're you're just not going to see that right now because, I mean, there's so much depth out there. So you know, I I would take a guy like Sinclair, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take them both. But as long as they're completely healthy and able to contribute 100% and add to the full deck that you have already, they're gravy. 
I mean, that's anything you get from them right now is gravy because you don't need them. They're just nothing but a luxury at this point, and that will be a good luxury to have when they're there. But you yes, know what? This leads me to a Brian, point. Go ahead, Brian. I I want to talk real quick about just something that's just crossing my mind here. You know, we've talked about Le'Veon Bell coming back and all this other thing. How scary must it be for the teams around the league to see this team without the number one running back in football still be 2-0, and still winning in good fashion, and about to take on two other teams that also are facing a lot of banged-up problems right now? I mean – the league has to be scared for when Le'Veon Bell comes back because we're going to be seeing him. He's, he's taking four weeks off, basically, essentially, to rest his body, um, you know, and obviously for different reasons. But, but how intimidated must other teams be right now to see this? Well, especially they've got to be intimidated for the fact that you're without the number one running back in the entire league and you have the number one running back in the entire league. So basically, you're going to be playing the team with – two of the number one running backs in the entire National Football League. And we're going to get more, we're going to get more on D'Angelo Williams in, just, in exactly the next one on the six-pack. But, again, you know, that's the thing. This, this was for a future six-pack, and I was going to keep it for uh, when Le'Veon Bell came back. But there was talk right before, the, uh, right before they came out with the, the suspension news. And we actually had it as one of our facts at the time in the preseason, Zach, I'm sure you remember this, because the rumor was that they were going to put D'Angelo Williams and Le'Veon Bell in the same backfield and work, work on that in camp. And, I mean, that may be something that they have done that no one has seen. I don't know, but the fact, can you imagine looking at a backfield with both 26 and 34 in the very same backfield? Who will shadow? Yeah, yeah, one doesn't Brian, play, but others don't 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 destroy you. Yeah, you know, I, God, I, I can't wait to see what this team can do with him back. It's gonna be crazy. And you know, at, at this point, you have a guy in Martavis Bryant that's that's sitting on the bench right now, and another guy in Marcus Wheaton that we haven't seen because of injury. When those guys, oh, well, Bryant's not coming back um, this year, but. Marcus Wheaton's coming back this year. It's an embarrassment of riches, an embarrassment of talent on that offensive side of the ball. And I don't know when. I mean, I'm sure you could say in the 1970s, but I don't know when they've had the firepower that they have right now. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just about to ask you, is this the best Steelers offense we've ever seen? Because if you think theoretically, if everybody is healthy, is there is there a weak spot in it? You know, if you think about take away Martavis Bryant's suspension, put Marcus uh, put Marcus Wheaton back out there. You know, give him his opportunities. Antonio Brown running at 100 percent. Le'Veon Bell no suspension. Ben Roethlisberger having career years. I mean, was there ever an era of the Bradshaw Steelers, the Chuck Knoll Steelers, that that rivaled an offense like that? Well, you know. Yes, yes. I would have to say yes, because you, you had all-world Terry Bradshaw. You had all-world Franco Harris. And a backup in Rocky Blyer, your halfback there. So that was the backfield. I mean, that's a backfield that, uh, that 
for that time was the equivalent of what you have here in guys like Le'Veon Bell and D'Angelo Williams um, and two Hall of Fame receivers. Um, yeah, actually, and and two very capable pass-catching tight ends in Randy Grossman and Betty Cunningham at the time. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, – uh, I would not really want to get into it and because, uh, you know, 70s purists will, will be like, no way. That was that was a team. And then people today will be like, oh, no, no, there's more firepower here. But it's apples to oranges in a way just because it was a different style of play. But this is the closest. Um, the closest end to being equivalent to that 1978-1979 uh, team because that had they had amazing firepower back then too, but it was just a way different time. Um, but in between, no, there's there hasn't been anything like that. In fact, I would give the nod to the 1970s wide receivers, um, but and the running game, gosh. I I don't even know where to point the needle on the running game there, so I mean that that would be a great show. That would be especially if, especially if this team wins the Super Bowl this year. That we will keep that for for a show, and we would just completely take the seventies, the nineteen seventies roster and the the two thousand sixteen roster and uh, put them head to head if this offense keeps on doing what it's doing. But uh, that would be a great conversation for another time. But let's get on to D'Angelo Williams. So let's go to number five. D'Angelo Williams is the very best free agent acquisition in Pittsburgh Steelers team history. Is that fact or is that fiction? Wow. <laughs> I mean, what a, what a bold statement to put behind you. And that's what we're all about here on the Six Pack is, is, is saying these bold statements. Um, but I, I got to tell you, to call him the best free agent team ever, um, you know, is, is – Pretty tough. Um, you know, if we okay, take a look at some let me, of... let me jump in real quick. Let's change it. Because I originally had okay. it as most impactful. So let's change it to the most impactful free agent in history. No. No. And you know what mine is? I'll tell you. And, and this was reminiscent of a guy who played in the Steelers defense for a very, very long time. Listen, I'm not going to discredit D'Angelo Williams at all. He's phenomenal. He, he is performing above and beyond uh, easily what the Steelers need from him right now. But the one guy that I feel really positive on the defensive side of the football who's been one of the biggest free agents was James Farrier in 2002. You know, this was a guy who became the captain of this defense. Uh, you know, he was a vital part of that defense uh, for over a decade in two Super Bowl winning squads. Um, and he really commanded one of the best linebacking cores and continued that legacy of Steeler defense. For me as James Ferrier, a guy who, you know, came in humble beginnings, you know, previously with the New York Jets, all of a sudden he finds himself out there on the market. The Steelers bring him in, and boom, he becomes an instant leader in that locker room. I don't think we've seen the same kind of leadership from D'Angelo Williams. He's definitely made an impact, but Ferrier's got to be it for me. You know what? I absolutely love Posse. For me, James Her- James Ferrier is the guy as free agent. But I see your James Ferrier, and I'll see his two Super Bowls, and I'll raise you Hall of Famer Kevin Green, 1993 pickup from the Los Angeles Rams. I thought he came in and 
next thing you know, they're in, they're in two straight AFC championship games and a Super Bowl. Now they did not pick up the win. Um, but for me, it's that guy. I'm I'm a Kevin Green. I, I would say Kevin Green A1, James Ferrier A2. I, then I'm going D'Angelo Williams, and to round out my Mount Rushmore, probably Ryan Clark. As far as free agent acquisitions from other teams, I'm not talking about um, undrafted free agents. I'm not talking about uh, guys let go uh, um, like a James Harrison. I'm talking about uh, – on the free agent market, guys you go after, and those are the top four for me. But for me, I mean, this is tough to edge out a guy like James Ferrier because that is, F, you're correct on everything that you're saying. There's, I, I can't even find a flaw in that. But I'm a Kevin Green guy, and uh, just a little bit more. Than that. And I have, I have jerseys of both. But uh, actually, you know what? I have jerseys of D'Angelo and I have jerseys of Ferrier, but I don't have Kevin Green. But but for me, Kevin Green is the is the top free agent acquisition in history. So of this team, so for me, this is fiction. But he's on that Mount Rushmore. He is that good, and he is probably the most impactful free agent in the NFL in the last couple of years, just for what he's doing for this team, especially for a two and O team, and how he's carrying them, and how he is leading in yardage when he is in there playing. I'll tell you this, Brian. I think the reason that I didn't go with Kevin Green is because, honestly, I'm 20. I have only seen James Ferrier play <laughs> in the flesh. Uh, love Ryan Clark, too. That. He's definitely up there for me as well. But I- I'll tell you, I have never gotten the same sense for Kevin Green as many of our older listeners have. So I apologize for that if I may, may have offended anybody. But I will say this. When you look at a guy like James Ferrier, he really embodied for me what Steeler football was all about, this humble presence over the middle. But when he hits you, you are going to get harder, hit harder probably than anybody else. And, and I think that he brought that to the table each and every single week that he led the black and gold out onto the field, whether it be at Heinz or whether it be on the road. You know what, he was just key to two Super Bowl wins, so I agree with you. I think if we threw that out there, you would probably have a winner 51-49, and I'm not sure who they would go with, but it would be that close. I mean, it it would be a nail-biter on who would win it because I'm sure there's a lot of people in the posse, uh, the posse posse, let's call them, and a lot of people on on gangrene over there. So that's – those two are that great. And in the history of Steeler football, in fact, recent Steeler football, as far as free agent acquisitions, those were the guys. And like I said, Clark's there. D'Angelo Williams is definitely there. There's a couple guys you could bring up, a guy like Kimo von Olhoffen. You could definitely bring up Jeff Harding. There's a few more that you can throw in there, but those guys, that's your Mount Rushmore. D'Angelo is not number one, but he's in the equation. I'll say it right there. Um, go back and look at some highlights from the mid '90s. That that '90s defense that was just oh gosh, they they were amazing. When you had Greg Lloyd, you had you know Jason Gilden wasn't even cracking that lineup at one point because you had Lloyd, you had Kirkland, you had uh, Kevin Green in there. I mean, it it was just it was er, Holmes was in there. Earl Holmes was in there too. It was just a nasty defense. It was. Wow, I mean, it's it's not something we're seeing right now, but that was the team. And for 
uh, I understand you're just 20. I'm 44, so that was prime time for me, and I still got to see some of the 70s. I got to see some of the 80s, so I got to see a little bit of it all. That was a special defense back then. I mean, not as special as, as the 1970s defense, but they were special. Brian, I'll tell you this. I, I respect a lot of the other names that you've brought up as, uh, along the way, especially a guy like Jeff Harding, uh, you know, who, who, who really commanded an offensive line for a very long time. However, Timo von Olhofen, great free agent acquisition, arguably number one in guys you want to hurt the team's quarterback with. <laughs> and it wasn't even cheap. <laughs> it wasn't cheap. I don't, I, you know, that Brian, a, that's the one thing that I look back on and I'm like, eh, that might have been unnecessary. <laughs> what? I, what? No, that wasn't a cheap play. Kimo was a good guy, and when he saw it, he was like, oh, my gosh, I, I didn't mean to do it. And if you're a Cincinnati no, fan, you're, right. you're so myopic. You're right, you're right. He, you think it was he cheap, was an absolute no, shock. I, I remember him seeing him. I still remember that shot of him on the sideline looking rather distressed over the fact that he might have just ended somebody's career. Yeah. And I don't, and uh, needless to say, he hasn't um, or as, as well as he, uh, Carson Palmer's playing in Arizona right now, but you know, I, it was not a cheap play. It was not a dirty hit at all. I mean, I, I have it on DVD down there. Cause I have that entire run of the Super Bowl on DVD and I could pull it up and I'm sure you could pull it up on YouTube Watch it. That's your assignment, Jack Barnes. It it was a clean. It it was a very clean hit. But uh, we we are running out of time, so let's uh, go ahead on to number six, and we're going to still talk about great defenders now. And there's some budding great names right now on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and number one has got to be Ryan Shazier. But besides Ryan Shazier, Robert Golden is performing the best of anybody on Keith Butler's defense. Is that fact or fiction? That's a fiction for me here, Brian, and I'll chalk it up to the other player. We talked about him a little bit uh, over the offseason as well, but I, I think the guy who's really made the biggest impact has been Cam Hayward. Uh, you know, he's been the stud of this defensive squad, and even, if you take a look at the numbers, I'll tell you this. It's not convincing. It's really not. He's deflected two passes in that last game, and he's had pretty much four tackles total. But I will tell you this. The rush that Kane Hayward puts on from the left side when he puts stuff on is forcing every single quarterback to go to his left, an area where a quarterback is not comfortable with, especially a right-handed one. To throw off of somebody's back foot when they're getting rushed like that, it's creating more and more bad opportunities. So, yes, take a look at the stats. It might be Robert Golden, but I will tell you right now, if you're watching intently, with what happens every single play of this game. Notice how many times the quarterback is moving away from Cam Hayworth. They know he's a threat. Cincinnati was putting multiple offensive linemen on him throughout the day. Uh, we were seeing the same thing, uh, you know, from the Redskins on Stephon Tuit until they finally figured out, wait a second, we should target the veteran Hayward instead. So that was realized after a period of time. And even look at numbers like with Tuit right now, he's got five tackles on the year. There isn't a whole lot that he's doing either, but this pressure that they're providing is great. It's forcing a lot of bad throws, and it's also making sure that their secondary has a lot easier time. For me, all about Cam Hayward. You know what? This was a, this is definitely a, another trap. Uh, no disrespect to Robert Golden, who is having a great year, um, and 
the, the question was set up to say that Ryan Shazier right now is the guy on that defense, but the heart and soul of that defense is indeed Cam Hayward. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. So this is fiction for me also. It's correct. It is Cam Hayward. And I, what he said, because, you know, you hit it right on the head. Now, I do want to address something. A guy I was going to bring up to you who you brought up, although I didn't know, realize, I know he went to Notre Dame, but I didn't know he was the hunchback of Notre Dame being too weak and French. I thought it was always stepping to it. <laughs> but I like that pronunciation, though. But I, I, think, uh, I think number 91 is, is really becoming a presence on the other side of the ball, too. That is becoming a mammoth defense that is going to be talked about. Um, they're really building some personnel. And that defensive line, who has been weak in past years, right now is looking like world beaters, and it's because of Cam Hayward, but there's no slouch on the other side and a guy like uh, Stefan Tuitt or Tuitt or whatever you want to call him. But that right now, that is the six-pack of Factor Fiction. Feel free to call in, 347-850-8581, and we're going to go to a new feature. I think you're excited about this, Zach, and um, some of this stuff might be – a little before your time, but this is a new feature called A Statement Not About the Steelers that is fun to debate anyways. So this has nothing to do with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but we thought it would be fun. Television season is upon us. The new season, 2016, is here. You're going to be seeing new shows pop up, but you're going to see reboots of old shows. So I'm going to say definitively the statement will be fact or fiction. The MacGyver reboot will be the best new show of the television season. Is that fact or fiction? Oh, my God. MacGyver? (laughs) Really? That's what we're debating. MacGyver's fact, baby. Oh, my goodness. No, it's not. Fiction. And let let me give you something a little bit more of what the kids are enjoying nowadays. I want to talk about what is becoming slowly one of my favorite TV shows right now. It's called Atlanta, okay? It stars Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. He is a rapper in today's day in society, and it is a comedy that's geared towards the, uh, you know, a, a bunch of different audiences. But if you watch it, it's all about the progression of a underground rapper who decides to make music, and it ends up on the radio thanks to his friend, and it's all about their hijinks and all the stuff that goes on in between there. It's extremely wittily written. It's very, very funny. It, it appeals to a wide age demographic. It's very, uh, you know, inge- it's kind of ingenious, to be honest, because people are just thinking outside the box with this. Donald Glover is the lead writer on it. It's one of my favorite shows right now. I'm really enjoying the storyline. Uh, if you saw the ads also, the ads were shot very creatively. Take a look. YouTube them real quick. They are Gambino basically doing things in reverse, but he is filming himself going forward. So, for example, he will be placing parking tickets on people's meters because that is his job in the show. And instead, you will see everybody walking backwards. It was a very cool little visual, very nice little modern take. I think it's encompassing the television world mainly for its friendly writing uh, and also for its satirical nature. For me, all about Atlanta here, Brian. That's all I got to say. So Donald Glover, if I'm not mistaken, uh, community, right? 
Yes, correct. Community indeed. He was fantastic there too. Yeah, uh, very clever show in its own right. Okay, you sold me on Atlanta. I definitely want to watch it. But for me, no to MacGyver. There was just Lucas Till as MacGyver in the setup. Uh, I'm not buying it. But what I am buying is Tomorrow Night on Fox, the premiere of the reboot of one of the greatest action movies of all time. And if you know anything about me, you could bring up Donald Glover all you want. For me, it's Danny Glover, and it's Mel Gibson, and it's Lethal Weapon, and they're bringing it back in a series, not with those guys. They're bringing it back with Clayne Crawford and Damon Wayans, and it's going to be a one-hour show on Fox every week, a series going back to the original premise of the show. I cannot wait for it. That is my favorite movie. I have seen the previews. I've seen the trailers. It looks like a motion picture every single week, plus the very hot Jordana Brewster from Fast and Furious, and the Dallas reboot is going to be playing the uh, the uh, police psychologist in this, and she's going to have a greater role than that character did have in the movies. I cannot wait for the new Lethal Weapon. That's tomorrow night, so that is a fact. That is going to be the best show of the new season, and I know this has nothing to do with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but, hey, we're a pop culture society. We had, our, we had extreme talk about the Steelers. I wanted to bring up Lethal Weapon, and I got a chance to do it right on the show. Watch it tomorrow night because, you know, that's where I am going to be. I, you know, you're, you're intriguing me now towards that show, Brian. I, I think we're both going to have to watch each other's, and, uh, and we'll see who did a little bit of a better job on the recommendation. But you know what? I I think we've both brought up winners. I really like what – I've read some things about Atlanta, but I really wasn't – I haven't seen much about it. So I guarantee you I'll be on uh, YouTube tonight. But go and watch the trailers for Lethal Weapon. I saw it again today on – they showed it a few times on SportsCenter last night. And I was like, wow, this looks great. So I cannot wait. What are you thinking about the Philadelphia game coming up? I'm, I want to hear your final thoughts before we wrap up on the night. Well, my final fact, Brian, and, and this isn't necessarily a, a final fact that's going to come as too shocking to everybody. I'm predicting a Steeler win over the Philadelphia Eagles. But I want to talk about something that I wrote, or something that I wrote, excuse me, something I read today that was very interesting, piqued my interest big time. So it was a tweet coming out from ESPN Stats and Info that tweets, the Steelers and the Eagles meet on Sunday. They each come in undefeated. This is the first time that both of them are 2-0 since 1992. They also started 2-0 in 1954 and 1980. The last time they were both 2-0, Carson Wentz didn't exist. He wasn't born, and Bill Cowher was in his rookie season as a Steeler head coach. History is going to be made one way or the other. We talked about how it's been a long time since the Steelers actually combated the Eagles. So I'm really looking forward to this one, Brian. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going with the W also. That 51-year drought is going to be over. I think the Steelers are ready. And here's a little fact for you. The last time the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles played on the third week of the season, the Pittsburgh Steelers lost. They had a, a terrible game. What happened that year? The Pittsburgh Steelers won the Super Bowl, and that was in 2008, and it was the very same exact circumstances. I'm not going to say that they're going to lose, because I think Pittsburgh can go in and win. I think this is a team of destiny right now. 
So I think they're going to go ahead and be 3-0 and go into that game at home on Sunday night against Kansas City, which is a great place to play Kansas City at home and not in Missouri. So with that being said, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to go in and get the win, and we're going to be smiling about this once again next week. So once again, for Brian Davis and Zach Parnes, it has been a great week, a great debate on fact or fiction. Zach, thank you for everything this week. I appreciate it. Brian, thank you very much for having me once again. Looking forward to being back here. And make sure all of you tune in next week as well. Oh, yes. Please tune in next week. And be sure to check out all of your Steeler needs. We've got predictions. We've got great film room on behind the steel curtain. Anything you need to know about that black and gold team, not black and yellow, black and gold is going to be on behind the steel curtain. Check it out. There's five to eight new stories every single day. It's fantastic. So once again, for Zach, I'm Brian, and that's a fact. Jack, see you next week. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.